0: All the I'm key. saying is, uh, no holes, no holocaust. All right, let's get into it.
1: I <laughs> know okay, now we're recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope you got that. Apologies to all my Jewish friends, of which there are three. Um, <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, hello, welcome again to the Waffle Press Movie <laughs>
1: Podcast. These openings we gotta we gotta fix them because they're disasters.
0: I'm but... just speaking truth to power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, Jesus. Uh, but speaking of disasters, let's just dive right into Alien Resurrection. Ellen Ripley died trying to wipe the species out. I'm not anxious to see her taking up her old hobby.
0: I can feel it. I can hear it moving.
1: I so hear you, like, ran into these things before. Yeah. What did you do? I died. Matt, you have no feelings about this movie. None.
0: Um, I... <laughs> words, I, 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 I cannot form the words for how much of a painful experience it was revisiting Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect that. Oh, my cat's coming over, so you might hear him.
1: That's okay. Oh, and I, I want to say quickly, uh, thank you and shout out to everyone who uh, watched and responded to the Alien Three video because that one took a while for reasons. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you. That was cool. And back to Alien Resurrection, which is the official last entry in the franchise until until like
0: three weeks from now.
1: Yeah, until then it was written by Josh Whedon, who has obviously gone on to do lots of big, big things. And at the time, I think, was prepping for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV series. Uh, up to this point, he'd just done, like, Toy Story, uh, a couple things here and there. I don't think he'd written Titan A.E. or Atlantis yet. But I, I know...
0: Mm. Well, yeah, those definitely weren't out yet. I don't know if the scripts were done, but those came much later.
1: Yeah. Uh, um. And as for the actual script itself, I given Joss Whedon's little Whedonisms and his like quirks and his his weird fascination with off kilter comedy and characters, I could see this maybe not being a great alien movie, but being a fun Joss Whedon movie. If he had directed it.
0: Um, but it's not at all. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. Um, Maybe a fun movie. Maybe. That's a big maybe. Because <laughs> this fucking, the final product is so far away from fucking fun, uh, it's hard to imagine it being good in any way. Um, just because it gets... So, like, it, like, yeah, maybe he would have handled everything better, but it just gets so boring after a while. And... Like, the characterization is just awful. But it's hard to tell if it's just the director not understanding Joss' script, or if it was just maybe, you know, Joss was a younger screenwriter at the time. Maybe he hadn't perfected some of his skills. So, I don't know. Well, I think there are
1: definitely issues with uh, the script and the story as a whole. Uh, but it's like, it's a bundle of fuck. Because Jean-Pierre Genet, who is one of my favorite directors... Um, he he didn't speak English when he made this movie.
0: And, okay, that uh, explains a lot.
1: Yeah, and he's, not, <laughs> he's, not, he's not on record as as saying, um, like, like he was interviewed about Amelie recently again, and he was talking about his experience in Hollywood and how there was a lot of like um, misquotes and how he hated his time in Hollywood. and He's like, no, if I want to do a movie in Hollywood, I'll go do another movie in Hollywood, but I don't want like even when he made Alien Resurrection, he said Hollywood called me to make Alien Resurrection. And I, I didn't want to make Alien Resurrection. I wanted to make Amelie. And some people were like, "No, no, no! You got to do Alien to get the, the approval for Amelie." And he was like, "Well, okay." And so I think about that phrase a lot when I watch Alien Resurrection. I don't want to make Alien Resurrection because you kind of feel that <laughs> in the movie. That it's like it, it's it's an empty like experience. Um, yeah, and even like the parts that are so bad i i kind of love them it doesn't carry through the whole thing like it's not consistent trashy bad to be like i don't know like a glorious b movie instead i I, it's one of my favorite bad movies but it's not something i could recommend wholeheartedly to everyone you know like it's not a mystery science theater movie even Mm
0: -hmm. okay um i will never watch this film again That's totally fine. <laughs> it, it, this will never be revisited. And <laughs> uh, a big part of it is that uh, you get the sense, like, and your quotes from the director, um, who's, I'm a, he's a blind spot. Um, I don't really know a ton of his work. Oh, he's um, great.
1: You got to check out his stuff eventually.
0: I'm taking your word for it because this is, like, all I have to go on. <laughs> but uh, your quotes make sense. But I did get the sense of a, of a skilled director who didn't understand not just like the, you know, franchise he was working in, which doesn't really matter, but more, he doesn't understand the genre. Like, there's a lot of long shots of like, like when they cut the, uh, like very early on, when they cut the alien egg out of uh, the clone of Ripley, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just like a very simple, like, here's them cutting it. And you get the sense the director was feeling like, oh yeah, this is... This is disturbing, but really it's not. It's just kinda awkward. <laughs> you're just kinda watching it being like, yeah, hey, I guess they're cutting it out of her. And you don't get like a sense of like disgust or pain or just, you know, there's like nothing unsettling about it where you're like, oh, like it just kinda happens. And that's how like and every alien in this movie is shot this that way. Where it's just like, oh, there's the alien. Look at him go. <laughs> And like, there's nothing intimidating about him. There's no like, it's just like full on. You just see all all of it all the time, basically. Mm-hmm. And you get a sense, the director thought what he was filming was frightening, but he just didn't. He he just didn't get it, really. Yeah, at least that's how I felt watching a lot of it. No, I think
1: the language barrier totally um, didn't help, and I had brought this up uh recently also that Whedon's writing when he's not there or someone that he continuously works with isn't there to guide the actors it's it's a mess (laughs) like yeah it's a very fine balance that you have to achieve between drama and comedy with him and obviously he can go overboard sometimes himself but something Mm -hmm. like this that's so weird and um
0: I'm just saying the the end product is a Gordian knot of bad acting, just across the board. Oh, it's so bad! And Winona oh my Ryan God,
1: was really popular at this time too, and this like didn't help and, her.
0: And she's might be the worst in it, which is saying something. <laughs> And, I mean, you get, like, you got, like, great character actors in it. Like, Dan Hedaya shows up um, for a little bit, and he's the guy who holds a bit of his brain after the alien bites into it.
1: Oh, so fucking uh, stupid. I love it.
0: And he might be the best actor in the movie, honestly. Uh, and But, like, you get the, the guy who played the Dane from Miller's Crossing, one won, like, bad... Scientist? I, don't, I didn't know anyone's role. I was very confused watching the movie. Um, you have know, like Brad DeRiff and all these, like, you got the guy who played Tuco on Breaking Bad and it's just awful. <laughs> it's just terrible. Um, They're all in different movies. It's so yeah. bizarre. And this
1: is the, the proto-firefly for um, the Betty is the Serenity. Uh, what's his fi- Ron Perlman is like the prototype for Jane eventually and like it, it's all there it's just it's so weird to see it like I,
0: in this I guess story. I guess but I don't know <laughs> I don't like <laughs> that idea because it's so far from like Serenity which in is quality. one of the like one of the most well crafted sci-fi movies of like the last decade and then this is, this is shit. It's all shit.
1: Um, what do you think about the production design?
0: Um, I, have an, I have one of my notes here. <laughs> it says, some impressive miniatures. There's a, there's a scene. I'm pretty sure it was miniatures when one of the ships was docking. And I was like, oh, I look really good. That's <laughs> all I got.
1: <laughs> um. I think uh, the director captures, like, a nice depth of feel. Uh, there's there's clearly uh, a big input on production. Like, he's always, like, really good. Like, kind of like Gore Verbinski, who, like, crafts, like, these really gorgeous production designs. And maybe if their movies were not like, always hitting the mark, you uh, can always, like, kind of be like, ooh, this looks great. I feel like I'm watching a movie. Uh, Alien Resurrection is kind of ugly, though. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, nasty and grimy. And it not, like, a, not like it was, uh, the way Alien Three does mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like intentional. It just feels like cheap almost.:
0: It wasn't pleasant to look at at any no. time. No. It was very uh, Batman V Superman in that regard. Uh, but the director it, like kind
1: of leans into a lot of like steampunk style with his other movies from the '90s, and this one's
0: kind of like that too, but in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't know. None of the production design really like screamed anything interesting to me. Like every like they felt like sets, you know? Where you're like here's the set for this scene, here's the set for that scene. It didn't feel like anything was like a working room. Like there was no logic to it other than the logic of the scene.
1: Yeah. Like, like, here's a scene
0: where they have to climb really high, so the set is built for them to climb really high. What is, the, what is this room? Who fucking cares? They gotta climb. Uh, oh, no,
1: you, I totally get that in the, the climbing scene, because, like, mm-hmm. they're talking about having to find, like, an old elevator shaft or something like that, but mm-hmm. there's there's no elevator. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like an elevator shaft. Yes, it's it futuristic like... stuff.
0: <laughs> um, this might be a good time for you to check in on the poll you did. Oh, yeah. So um, we,
1: I ran a poll because uh, Matt, you brought up uh, Deep Blue Sea last yes. night, right? At, after at the time of this recording last night. And then um, I decided to compare and contrast Alien Resurrection versus Deep Blue Sea. Just which one? Just choose. And uh, 31% said Alien Resurrection, 69% nice. Uh, Deep Blue nice. Sea. Nice. <laughs>
0: We yeah. got the we got the sixty nine percent. All right.
1: Um, um. So you were saying you thought of Deep Blue Sea while watching Alien Resurrection. It was
0: shockingly <laughs> like Deep Blue Sea. Like it was like holy shit. Because like especially that climbing scene. I'm like that climbing scene is straight out of Deep Blue Sea, where they have to climb an elevator shaft in that movie. Uh, the only thing that isn't in Alien Resurrection is there's no cook. By LL Cool J.
1: Oh, that would have made and, this movie the best.
0: Uh, it would have been amazing if there's this cook who clearly was only meant to have three scenes, but then because everyone on set kept liking him, they just kept adding scenes <laughs> until he <laughs> took over the fucking movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just. Oh my, like, it's weird, because all the sets look a lot like, the whole facility looks a lot like it, and there's all the same stuff of, like... You know, in Deep Blue Sea, they did all this genetic shit to the sharks, which made them smarter, somehow. (laughs) In an attempt to, in in an attempt to cure Alzheimer's, and then they're talking about, well, we bred these aliens. Because we're going to use them to cure disease, even though they never make any strides (laughs) to do that. Like, at least in Deep Blue Sea, they actually... Uh, they actually took like some extracts from the fucking shark brain. Um, oh, fuck. But it was it was just very similar, <laughs> and it, bu- it bugged me because I wish I was watching Deep Blue Sea.
1: Yeah, I think most people agree because Deep Blue Sea got rated higher.
0: Uh, and I mean, at, at, at a certain point, in this movie, Alien Resurrection, straight up becomes the Poseidon Adventure. Where it's like we have to get from here to here and the places fall apart and it's just that's when the movie becomes just boring as shit once you're just stuck with these shitty characters <laughs> and they just got to get from point A to point B and you know like every room they enter one person will get taken out and then you just keep moving it's you just lose interest in everything that's happening
1: and you don't care about anybody like they're like yeah, you brought up earlier. Like it's filled with like these great character actors, but even they can't really mm. define who these people are. Mm. Like you can't. They just have like one emotion and they stick to it. Mm. And maybe even that's pushing it for some of these people.
0: Well, it's this is a uh, when I'm gonna make a M Night Shyamalan when he's writing some of his worst movies. Um, you'll notice that he gives a lot of characters like quirks. But doesn't like have it like he thinks that like a quirk in a character is enough to replace actual character development. And every one of these characters in this movies have some sort of quirk, but they have nothing that makes them feel real. Like they're just they just have weird tics, and then you're like, well, he's the he's the handicap guy. He's the guy who likes guns. He's the angry guy. He's the soldier guy. She's the girl, and. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver, who doesn't look like she wants to be there, honestly. Um, She looks like she's having some fun, but it also looks like they only had her for, like, a minimum number of days.
1: Uh, I think she had fun with the basketball scene, but that was, like, it. Yeah. Only because that's maybe the best scene in the franchise. No. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I don't don't want you to kill yourself
0: on... on That was so awful. Oh, it's Great. so stupid. <laughs> it's the best. <bad>, <laughs> fucking, and then, like, Ron, this is the only movie that ever made me want to kill Ron Perlman. Because he's <laughs> such an annoying asshole in this movie. <laughs> he's, like, walking up, he's like, I always like the tall ones. And he's <laughs> like, he's like you have got to play basketball or something? I don't, why is she playing basketball? Why? Why are they even allowed to meet Ripley? <laughs> what is the, why are they in that room? Like these are they're a bunch of like fucking mercenaries. Like don't you keep them in the mess hall until they refuel. You get the cargo and then you're like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> like why are they allowed to just wander and meet with this clone that's there's probably illegal shit happening here.
1: Uh. Uh, well let's let's just start diving right more into the, the plot mechanics if we can. Mm. Uh, so I also want to bring up, right off the bat, Weyland-Yutani is no more. I think it's the special edition that, that clarifies what happened with them. Are you familiar with this plot decision?
0: Um, I'm not sure. What, well, I'll just say I watched the theatrical cut, and they, they make a reference that Weyland-Yutani is no more, but they don't say why.
1: Ripley's former employers. Terran growth conglomerate.
0: Okay. Um, In the special so, edition, they say...
1: Oh, they went under decades ago. Get him in way before your time. Bought out by Walmart.
0: Fuck this movie. Fuck that movie. Fucking. <laughs> oh my God! Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? I swear. I can't. That can't be real. <laughs> Google it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This movie is so miserable. I like, just uh, a, a worthless film. <laughs> this is there's nothing it's just a cinematic waste. Just uh uh it's the batan death march of movies.
1: Yeah, that's it it's it goes there.
0: Um mm-hmm. and
1: if you you hear Whedon talk about it, like he brought it up at uh, the Comic Con the year before The Avengers was released. Mm-hmm. Uh how um, Was
0: he like I'm how sorry. People, like,
1: <laughs> how people were, um from the gay community really were uh, attracted to his characters and his writing and characters like Tara and and ben Buffy, and he brings up Call and Sigourney Weaver as Ripley in Alien Resurrection, where they're both not human. And they're on the outlines. Like he tried to do something about like identity in this movie. Um, I just want to say, my sister and I love your show. It's yeah. Um, so I was curious, what is your reaction to the queer community's absolute love of your show? You didn't think I was going to bring up alien resurrection, but I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that alien resurrection, uh, its sole virtue for, for me was when I was writing it, um, discovering you know the idea of. Clone Ripley and
1: uh, Robo Winona um, kind of coming to terms with the idea of being considered less than human, despite the fact that they were both, you know, powerful and beautiful, um, thinking and internalizing that and feeling um, like a like an underclass of human being. And um, to me, I was like, this is a very powerful metaphor, um, in particular for the gay community. And um, and for teenagers who are who are struggling with that, and ultimately it's a metaphor for everybody who feels like an outsider. But that was my first thought um, that that was what made it. And so, like, there's a lot of like ideas that could be presented, maybe not well, but there there are good intentions in the original script. Um, and so maybe like Whale Newtani being bought out by Walmart was like his capitalist dig. I don't know.
0: No, no, it was a joke. It was a fucking joke for the audience. I've heard of Walmart. (laughs)
1: Well, either way, it doesn't doesn't work.
0: It doesn't work. Nothing works.
1: Nothing in this movie works, which is why it's kind of the best.
0: There's enough ideas in this movie for, like, three different films. And they should have fucking picked one. (laughs) Because, I mean, specifically, you could have, like cut all the mercenary bullshit that you didn't need any of that it could have been a really great movie just set on that lab and dealing with the clone ripley you know yeah like just and like just weird experiments and like just do something like really different like all these different like clone versions of the alien and maybe shit that's happening and like, just do like a really slow burn to then the aliens getting out and like the third act, and the, everyone just dies. But no, <laughs> they had to fucking have people act stupid.
1: Like, I really don't want to talk more about the plot because it's terrible.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it doesn't
1: move very well. Like, things happen, sort mm-hmm. of I don't care about anything. Uh, I, I really, I think they missed a big opportunity to go full on B movie, like with they have all these Marines stationed on the station, and then mm-hmm. when the aliens start breaking out because they're like smarter. See again, another Deep Blue Sea tie. Yeah, yep. Uh, They break out of their little cells, and then um, they have all these guards, and they just run away. Mm-hmm. You could have like ripped off aliens. You could have just given us like if you're gonna go like gory slasher schlock. Like, just go all out. Just, just show me a bunch of like, cool kills. But they didn't even do that. They yeah. kill them off screen, like, through, the, through a window, and then they blow yeah. up.
0: Yeah, that was a fucking dumb scene.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just all dumb.
0: Yeah. It's like, literally, every scene is worse than the next. <laughs> uh, there was one moment in the middle of the movie when I got happy. Um, <laughs> and it was when, uh, what's-her-face... Winona writer is revealed to be an android. Um, a robot. I think they just say robot. I don't even think they say android. Um, because I like robots in <laughs> science fiction. And there's kind of some fun moments with, like, like the, the prejudice of man being, like, hey, robot. Like, kind of just poke fun. funner. And then she's, like, all apprehensive about plugging into the ship's computer. Um because she doesn't like how that feels. I thought that was kind of fun. And that was it. That was the only moment I kind of enjoyed myself. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh moment.
1: Tuco from Breaking Bad, what does it call Like an an Auton or something like that? I don't know. It's some science mumbo jumbo. Like it's mm. a robot designed by robots, but that doesn't actually yeah, mean n- because we never see that like in action.
0: Yeah, that for some reason that was like bad. Like something went wrong. Like they recalled him or something. Yeah. Um so hey there's uh, all these like
1: weird threads in this movie that don't mean anything
0: yeah and then you could have like that totally could have led to like a fucking Blade Runner alien crossover that plot point and it's just you don't look into it at all like you could have done a lot
1: yeah and back to our Alien 3 talk you were saying how there was a lot of um, ideas about an alien movie with the Blade Runner style which doesn't really make sense because it yeah. you know, got uh, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of can of worms there. But I think that's how you would That's how you could do it, right there. Yeah.
0: With this character. I mean, <laughs> I with this character. And maybe she's like, maybe there's a war between robots and, like, you know, these androids and humans. And the androids are losing. They think if they get the alien, because the alien, you know, won't affect them. Because they're not biological. Yeah. So they just sick it on humanity. And you could have had, like, a commentary about, like, the nuclear arms race or terrorism or some shit. And, but nope. Just like, hey, she's a robot. All right, let's go. She's a robot because we can't get out of this movie. Unless we have a robot that can plug into the computer (laughs) and do shit. Also, the name of the fucking AI that runs the facility is Father. Fuck you, movie.
1: (laughs) What what is, what is the issue with that?
0: Well, I mean, there's all this, like, this movie is chock full of fucking, like, imagery about, like, birth and mothers and, you know, all, like, like there's, like, six shots of this movie of someone being wrapped up in something that could look like a womb. Yeah. I mean, and so the idea that, like, the facility is named Father, and, like, Ripley's the mother, and the fucking albino-looking alien is the child, and it's just. Like I, you could probably dissect it. There may be some logic to it, but I just don't care. <laughs> Maybe there's some really deep, interesting things going on. I just don't care. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's
1: I don't see a world where this is good unless, like, the current iteration of Joss Whedon had done it, and I think it's I don't know the way it comes across. It comes across as like stupid, and idiotic. Mm-hmm. But, like, in some parallel universe where we didn't have the capability to do it himself, like, maybe it would be ambitiously stupid instead of just flounderingly stupid?
0: No. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think. This, the structure of this movie just doesn't work. Um, it's very much just like. I think he was given a kind of mandate on what to do with the story. He's like, you gotta find like they're like, you gotta find a way to bring Ripley back. You gotta have these elements, and we'll greenlight your screenplay. I think he did it the best way he could, but it just doesn't matter.
1: I also heard stories about uh the Comic Con before they released Resurrection, where they have like mm-hmm. everyone you know in front of the crowd, and Whedon's just there, just like kind of his face in his hands, and just like oh, like he knew. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Apparently, he, he knew something was off already, and then he, yeah.
0: Uh, apart from the points I mentioned
1: earlier, he he doesn't shy away from his feelings
0: towards the movie. He doesn't reveal that on the the behind-the-scenes stuff. Really? Um, Yeah, although there's a little bit of, like, that weird, like... You know, like, when you're watching interviews with actors on set, and they're like, oh, we had so much fun. (laughs) And, like, the movie is just shit. Like, it's just a way to hide that fact. Yeah. Uh, Look at the recent interviews with the cast of Power Rangers um, for that. Uh, uh, I liked part like we well, weeden fuck you. Weeden um <laughs> is very much like it's like you know the director's vision is not something I would have expected. Like he says these things where he's like you know he does I think a shot would be done a certain way, but he comes up with these different takes that no one would expect, and it kind of comes across as a little passive aggressive, like the director didn't understand my screenplay. <laughs>
1: And you know um, what? And- yeah, maybe this was just a bad screenplay from the start, but that's mm. totally—I think that's totally valid, given like how um, the one line in X-Men that they kept, or I think there were two. There was your dick from Wolverine, mm. and then there's the infamous toad struck by lightning line. Yeah, uh, and that—that's terrible because it's played straight instead of uh, mm. like smarmy. Like I could imagine like Buffy saying that before like she beats a big bad in the mm. season finale or something, you know, like but it's like and, like it's not supposed to be cool, it's supposed to be dorky mm. and awkward. But yeah. it's all played
0: straight and it it, it feels awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the screenplay, I don't think the structure of it works. Maybe there could have maybe Whedon had he directed it or been put more in charge of it or if Hollywood understand understood his writing. Um maybe it could have worked but the direction on top of it is its own can of worms like it's not like it's not like the direction the problems with the direction is an extension of the poor screenplay it's like they're their own they have all their own issues so
1: and it's just so interesting to me because yeah they got their own issues but it also stems from them just not like the the pieces aren't connecting properly it's like you got two puzzle boxes and then you the, you bunch them all together, and it's like, oh, this is like I got this half right and this half right, but they're not connecting for whatever reason. And obviously, the language barrier is, is, is yeah. A one. Um, I want to go back to the the father mother thing because yeah. the the newborn alien. But newborn- hold on a
0: second, did we ever explain that the plot of this movie is that an alien science facility is cloning Ripley so they can get more alien eggs?
1: No, because it doesn't fucking matter. All right, but there, there is the plot. Yeah. There you go. Oh, and they clone her with, like, a little piece of blood that they found somehow. In Alien yeah, and,
0: and she retains all her memories, which, is which, as we all know, blood stores our memories. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, I mean, whatever. You got... Sometimes you... I don't know. I never know where to draw the line on bad science in movies. Cause you know the soldier's like ah you gotta let it go, but then there's like insulting your intelligence. Like I,
1: okay, so I love Lucy. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is it is high tier, slock cinema. Because okay,
0: you're wrong. Yeah, but, but all right. because <laughs> well,
1: obviously, like the the ten percent brain thing, like it's not real. And even like um, Luke Besson was like, yeah, it's not real. It's, not, it's just a movie. But I can get why people get annoyed with that, and I get annoyed mm-hmm. with the idea of that little drop of blood supposedly harboring all this DNA and and just off. Uh, it it, like,
0: it really infuriates me. Yeah. I mean it's 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 what happens when you don't understand how cloning works and you write cloning in your screenplay. So like you don't understand anything about cloning, but <laughs> whatever. Ugh Okay,
1: so the the alien human hybrid, which is weird because xenomorphs are already
0: hybrids, right? So actually, it's an alien, it's an alien alien human hybrid, because Ripley is an alien human hybrid,
1: right? That's right. Yo, yeah, oh, no, and, that's correct. Yeah.
0: So then the egg they get from her is. I, Pregnant? I I don't know. This is this also. You kind of run into a problem that's just like you know the mounting stuff that just stops making sense about the series, mm-hmm. which is you know because it's a queen alien that gives birth to this thing. Um, am I right? Is it a queen alien? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, is. It's, it, it gives birth like a normal human would. Yeah, it's but also weird. yeah, that's weird. But what I'm saying is that like the original alien in the first movie is very straight up an alien-human hybrid, right? Yeah. So when you introduce this, but then when James Cameron introduced the queen alien, the queen alien is a take off of the alien-human hybrid design, just bigger. So it's like a mounting kind of, you know, stuff that, like, just a problem. Like, you can ignore it in Aliens because it doesn't really matter in that movie, but as things go on, it stops making sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a kind of, it's a bit of an extension of that problem, but hey, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit with Prometheus also, because there are No, dangerous. we got a
0: lot going on with Prometheus. Oh, fuck.
1: I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, I don't know. I mean, Alien Resurrection is hard to talk about because it just doesn't, it's so fucking bad, but I kind I mean, of literally.
0: I I don't get how you can, because it's like, it's just boring to watch. Like, nothing is interesting on the screen. There's nothing fun about it. There's nothing awkwardly, like, funny about it. I mean, it's not like Battlefield Earth. But...
1: Need more Dutch angles.
0: Need more Dutch angles are just, like, really weird dialogue. Or just anything else. (laughs) And... But this movie, it's just, it's literally, for one thing, this was the this was the only chance they had to bring back Ripley. They fucked like, it up. Like, this is, the, and honestly, I don't, other than it being a blood drop, I don't mind the idea of cloning Ripley to get the fucking alien egg. I don't mind that setup. I think that's a really interesting setup, and you could have probably made a better movie if you had just focused on that. But you can't just focus on that because you got to have guns and you got to have all this other shit from all the other fucking movies in there. And, oh my god, the gunfights in this movie are atrocious. I mean, like, the horror, we talked about, I mentioned, like, how the horror stuff never feels scary. It's just kind of like, oh, here comes an alien, blood, dead, alright. And then, but anytime anyone's firing guns, it's, like, just Sparks. And the edits are on all the sparks, so it's like a spark cut, and then a different angle. than a spark cut, and then, it, like you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then, then something's dead by the end of it.
1: Um, eh. I I really like the underwater scene, like in a vacuum. I think that's a cool visual to have the aliens chasing after them underwater, and then it's like really fucking lame how they kill, like the, the I don't know, I don't even remember the character's name, but you don't see them like killer she just dragged away into the distance off mm-hmm. no, not even
0: out of frame just like oh my god that shot is so like, awkward yeah <laughs> that's not it's scary like, it's, it's not exciting just, it just grabs her leg and then like holds on it <laughs> yeah and just slowly backs away <laughs> and then she's like ah and then yeah. it's over and you don't like I'm like well did she die <laughs> then that's the character who you also uh, whose entire character development is that you get a close up of her ass.
1: Yeah, that's and then fucking weird.
0: Someone like kind of like not sucking on her feet but is or like he's like rubbing his face on her feet. Um, oh yeah,
1: what's his face? Uh, the guy from the Crow.
0: Was that who that was? He was a terrible actor. Yeah, uh, but, um, uh, Michael Wincott, I think. Yeah, he was fucking awful in this movie. Um well,
1: does he even have, like... He's got dialogue,
0: but... I, you I, know, his dialogue is like, what's going on here? And it's delivered so weird. And then he falls to the floor and dies.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fucking stupid. The deaths aren't even, like, creative. I think yeah, that's what it's... gets me. Mm. They, they should be, like, these fucking awesome B-movie kills. Like, the deaths in Alien 3 are really good. Yeah. Like, they're just oh, slasher murders. Splatter! Oh, it's so good. And here, the he's dragged to the floor. gets dragged through the water. Someone falls in the water. Uh, okay, no, the one cool kill is uh, when the guy has a chest burster coming out of him, and he beats up the guy, the evil doctor guy from. Um, uh Miller's Crossing. Was it what movie?
0: Um, the Dane. Yeah. From Miller's Crossing.
1: Yeah. And then the chest burster bursts out through his chest and through the back of that guy's head. It's so stupid, but you know what? It's creative, and I didn't think of it.
0: It's somewhat creative, but the way it plays out... Oh, it's like, fucking awful. It, it, it's just awful to look at. And it's like they got that actor, because that's the dude, the guy who... I think that's the guy who... Uh, he's in Seven. Yeah, yeah, he and is. the guy, And I think they must have got him just because of that scene in Seven. Because they realized he was going to have to do some more stupid overacting. In this movie when he's fucking has the chest burster. It's just all these awkward close ups on his face and he's like ah Yeah,
1: yeah I, I don't remember the actor's name, but I always I like him whenever I see yeah. him just Yeah, four guys Oh what you was an alien franchise? Oh yeah, which one? Uh, well
0: I would deny that I was in it. <laughs> I'd be too embarrassed to admit I was in that movie.
1: Oh, okay, no. The other kill I like is with the baby. Uh, That sounds really fucked up. Uh, The baby alien.
0: When Um, I get sucked through the window?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, also plays out terribly. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of a, a neat reversal of the first alien death in the first alien. And the
0: alien death in Aliens. In Aliens, yes.
1: Which is the same one as
0: Alien. And I'm willing to put some money that we might see something very similar in Alien Covenant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see them sucked out of anything anymore, but you're probably right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, what else is there even to
0: say about this movie? Well, I, the one thing I like is that you could have made an entire fucking movie out of the alien human baby thing. Like, that's a movie. You could have done something with that. Mm-hmm. And instead it just shows up and is on screen for like two minutes and then just dies. <laughs> which is kind of hysterical.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, when it crushes Tuco's head? Like, that's nasty. Like, see? They're like little glimmers of like legitimate mm-hmm. gnarly <laughs> making. But they're, they don't stay very long. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole movie is a bunch of interesting possibilities or really stupid fucking possibilities.
0: And it doesn't really get... Pulled either way. I would say there's weird. about there's about three percent of a good idea <laughs> in this movie. And then 97% is shit. So there you go. That's the fucking movie. There's so it it I'm embarrassed at how little there is to talk about, because I'm sure someone out there is like listening to this and is like the one fucking fan of this movie. And they're like, Why aren't you talking about this? Why are you like, fuck you?
1: You know what? I still admire it because it's—I don't—a it's very distinct move. Like you're never gonna see another move like Alien Resurrection in your life. Thankfully,
0: no, uh, I will. You think so? this th- this felt incredibly generic. Like it—it—it it, it, honestly, it has all the staples of a franchise that's run out of steam. <laughs> I mean, it's like on its last legs. It's trying to hit beats it doesn't really understand. It's called Alien Resurrection, for Christ's sakes. I mean, like, that's every franchise when you get to a resurrection. You're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Ah. Fuck this. Uh, it's, it's, there's nothing say... There's nothing redeeming in this film. Almost nothing, I mean.
1: Uh, I like your idea of the, the clones and the baby <laughs> taking up the majority of the movie. Because then you could do something interesting, you know, like... Because they, they've already addressed the um, the Android stuff in all the movies. Uh, and then with the cloning, you get another idea about um what what maybe what it means to be human. And then the half-baby, half-alien, half-other-alien thing.
0: Mm.
1: Mix it up. Change it up a bit. But
0: Yeah, and, and have the twist at the end be that there's multiple Ripleys. Boom.
1: Then Alien like, 5. There
0: you go. Yeah. And the fucking Alien 5, it's like an army of Ripleys. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That is, that, well, that's what they did in the fucking Resident Evil films. Oh,
1: fuck yeah, but that was great.
0: Which, now that I think about it, like, what I'm saying that this movie that there's, like, we will see another one of these again, just wait for the next Resident Evil film. No, it's gonna look a lot, it's, it's going to look a lot like Alien Resurrection. No, they finished them. Uh, oh, no, they're going to make another. You think so? Yeah, oh, fuck, fuck yeah, the last three have been the last ones.
1: No, this one's the final chapter. Also, it's the box like office returns in America weren't good enough to get a
0: sequel. So, yeah, but did it do well in China? I think so, because they're like huge over there. If that's it, maybe we'll just make it in China next time. But there will be another one.
1: I like, I like the last Resident Evil. Anyways, um,
0: Fuck Hollywood.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt, would you recommend Alien Resurrection?
0: I recommend killing your friend if they say they like <laughs> Alien Resurrection.
1: Are you gonna kill Sean?
0: Fuck yeah! Yeah, but that's for other reasons. <laughs> that's just been coming for a long time.
1: <laughs> uh, final thoughts on Alien Resurrection. You have a gun to your head. You got to say something.
0: Alien Resurrection is is piss. <laughs> that's it. Kill me, so I don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs>
1: Okay, this was this was a short episode, Matt. Where the people, where can the people find you? Fuck this movie broke my brain.
0: I'm at EmperorOTN on Twitter, and there's a show called Gringo Fuck Yourself, which is dead, but it's on SoundCloud if you want to hear some of the episodes.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Diego Waffles President Diego. Uh,
0: stay, stay tuned for Gringo Fuck Yourself Resurrection.
1: <laughs> They're going you're gonna clone fucking Sean.
0: Yes. <laughs> and just because we can be free to fucking do the episodes. <laughs> uh, and, every time, and every time Sean gets fed up with fucking me making fun of him, then I just clone another Sean.
1: <laughs> you used to be killing a bunch of Shans. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe. If you didn't like, like, subscribe anyways. Cause you might find something you do like, we have been professionally unprofessional, and here comes Prometheus. I thought you were dead. Yeah, I get that a lot.
0: Fuck (laughs) all you.